Cut for sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, word. Yeah, none of that was recording. <laughs> none of it was recording. Okay. All the audio just started recording now. You literally said it's recording. It was. It stopped. There was a notification on the laptop. And that just stopped the recording? Just stopped it. Okay. And I feel sweat beating on down, down the back of my neck. All, All right. right so welcome well, to. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. To uh, cut for sound. Depending on if this is the first time the recording worked or not. Because like maybe there's a welcome in the beginning. Whatever. We started recording and then it stopped recording and now we're recording again. Yeah. Uh, I don't really now. I'm not redoing those bullet points. So whoever, happy birthday, Nitz. N- Pete was supposed to be our first yeah, guest. Yeah, welcome, Pete. He Thanks. bailed out. He's not here. He'd rather skateboard. Rather skateboard. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there was some funny shit going on. We were talking about, but anyway, we'll skip over all that. We're in the episode. It's going now. Probably we could just roll right into the next bullet point. Well, we can st- stick with the tattoo one. Yeah. So the tattoo convention was this week. Which we announced at the end of the episode that we didn't release yet because of the tattoo convention. Mm-hmm. And um, how how did you feel it went for you as an artist? For me as an artist, I just literally, I, I think it was overall a good convention. I enjoyed I can't say whether it was good or not. I don't know. But I enjoyed the convention. Um, I didn't necessarily, well, for me it was the convention of like fucking uh, like, mending relationships or something or like some sort of like wait the, the gods had a hand in yeah. um some of the booth layouts this year yeah okay because i got put right next to somebody that i didn't think i would get put right next to and then it ended up being good you know in a way where just maybe the universe you was, just let you shit know. go you yeah. know you just gotta let shit go i'm pretty sure he Mended some things. The same person, I think, who you're talking about, mended well, some things people. with some other people, yeah. too. So, I mean, that's yeah. good. Healthy growth. And then even with uh, Rob, I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. Oh, Rob? I didn't know you guys weren't. I okay. haven't talked yeah. to him in a year and a half. Just haven't really spoke. Yeah. Just haven't. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he came up to me and we talked and then we ended up hanging out that night. And I love Rob. Rob is a, he's a, yeah. he's a good dude. I think he's he's got like a kind soul. I think he's like sensitive. He's he's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um personally I felt like so I trying to look so you know how crazy I am and anything that I'm going to give my opinion on which I'll give it whether you ask for it or not. Yeah. But when I give my opinion it's well thought out, right? Like I'm not just giving you a, right. I like to give supporting reasons. <laughs> and um so I have like criteria i come up with like what makes a good show for me right obviously as a whole you leave feeling how you feel and you know that you feel that way so mm-hmm. then i got to reverse engineer and break down why did i like it or not like it i did like the show i thought it was a good show i had a good time i enjoyed myself i got to do one piece over three days but i didn't work on it for the entire day each day i did like a little three hour bite and then my client you know pitched up no, I wouldn't say that. He's my guy, and it's painful on the no, front. It is. It's very painful on the front. 
I will say, like, when you got three days, there's no need to be a hero and get a 12-hour piece done in one day when you could do three, four-hour days. Yeah. If it's more tolerable for the client, it's a very sensitive spot. Sure, but that's not ideal right, for you or him. I could, But here's the thing. If you take a 12-hour piece and you take 30 hours on it, it's going to look a lot better. You take a 12-hour piece and yeah. make it take 30 hours because you're getting everything and you're taking your time and you're making it perfect. It's going to look a lot better than a 12-hour piece. So what are you saying? I'm saying if Is I that- took 30 hours on it, it would be a whole different kind of tattoo. Right, right, right. But when you're doing it in 12... Um, you do what you can. Like, I mean, I know I gave it a hundred percent. Oh, cause you I, had to do it. In 12. I, I gave it a hundred percent. I could have done it. I could have taken longer. I'm not saying that the tattoo well, is any less. It's, it's an amazing, good quality. I'm happy with it. I, I really was. But when you're the client's got to sit, right. they got to sit. If they right. can't sit for 10 hours, why are you going to try to torture them when you could split it up? You know? So we did that. Obviously, um, I would have loved to do something that I could put in a competition, but we didn't. It's fine. Yeah, that was a little weird anyways. But we'll get into that. I do want to get into that. But before we do, I want to say, like, I like to look at the experience through the lens of um, someone who's not a tattooer as well, right? Like, if I walked into the show and I went up and down each aisle, this year specifically for Wildwood was very light on vendors, like, Things that I aren't just tattoos. That. I had to like search for. There wasn't a lot of merchandise, shirts, and cool little like. I remember the one like apothecary or whatever. They had like uh, dead animals in jars, like cool, weird, obscure shit that you find at a tattoo show, right? Like there wasn't right, a ton right. of that at this specific venue this year. I mean, they did have the Australian guy with the with the glass dicks. I didn't. I heard all about the glass dicks. I didn't get to get up and see anything. They had dick bowls. I was. From start to finish, the time I got there, the time I would leave, mm. I was hunkered down. Yeah, you were batting down even. Yeah. Um, I thought that there was a lot of people and a lot of people were getting tattooed and it was like a good vibe, you know? Yeah. And it was, I enjoyed it. And here's something I didn't think of. Like you just said, you didn't get to check anything out because you were hustling the whole time. Mm-hmm. I would do four hours of work. And then eat something and have the, and then I could like check out the show and maybe take a walk up if I want, you know, stuff like that. It's a, it's a different experience. I, I did enjoy it. I'd rather grind really hard for two days and then not do shit on Sunday and leave early. Like mm-hmm. just come in, check it out and leave. I'd rather do that. Right. But you did say something about the, the competition though. I wanted to hear where you were going with that. I just feel like, cause so there's like, I guess two views on it. Well, just on what I'm about to say. So the, um, the judging and I don't care in terms of um I don't feel slighted in any way. Right. I feel I'm exactly my tattoo was exactly where it should have been. There was a million well, there was a lot of really good, really, really, really good tattoos. I just feel like why the, I feel like that was thrown together. The uh some of the Judging, I I do want I want to make a comment, but then again, I said this. Someone had said that to me, and I'm not the guy that like picks stuff apart really. So when they said that to me, I was like, "Well, do you know what a good tattoo looks like?" And they were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well," and they're not a tattoo artist. I was like, "So," but you still don't. They still don't. But 
the person I was talking to about it because they had came up to me and said, how is blah, 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 and judging. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't get to, I don't know how they picked that. But there was, a, what I'm saying is there's a lot of really good artists there and maybe they couldn't judge because they were entering the competition. And the, the, the artists that did judge were good artists, but some of them are an artist. Some of them are like, I want to weigh in. I, I don't in. know how I feel about it because I really don't care at the end of the day, but I had this conversation. I just, it just felt like that was like a shotgun play. Here's my thoughts. Um, you have a whole fucking year <clears throat> to figure out who's going to be judging. All right. Let's let's break down the criteria. You know what I'm saying? Let's break no. down the criteria because I already had this conversation with someone and I, and I came to a realization. I felt the same way. Like, no matter what, if you take an artist and you put an artist on stage and have them judge other other people's tattoos, it's good for it's. Let's do pros and cons, right? It's good for some reasons because you understand what it takes to make a tattoo look a certain way because you do it every day. You know what's hard and what's not. To a certain extent, mm -hmm. but it's biased too. But take, that's going to be biased wait, on anybody. Take a guy like me. I have no clue. I know what a good color tattoo looks like. I don't know what it takes to do certain things. I know black and gray. Right. And I, I am going to be going off my personal experience when I'm judging something and say, oh, wow, look at that amazing piece that's in black and gray. I am definitely going to appreciate that final product. Yeah. Not over a well-done color tattoo. I'm just going to be more interested in it, which well, is going to create a bias. Experience. It's going to create a bias, right? So number one. Number two. Uh, do you still need that? Okay. Number two. You take, so you take any artist that's going to lean one way or another. That's fine. You put them up there. They're going to subconsciously, it's not even intentional. They're going to have some, they're going to lean a certain way. But as an artist, who am I trying to tattoo? Clients, right? I want clients to come to me. I want, and why would a client pick me to tattoo them? Cause they're going to look at what I do and think that looks good. I want that one, that artist right. to do it. Most of them don't do art. Most so of you can't, most of clients? my clients right, aren't right, right, artists, right, right. but they pick me in the, at the end of the day, the, the final judge should be people who don't know shit about how to make a good tattoo. Because they're going to be the people who are the average. They're going to be the mean, the most, the most people category. Right. And if they all agree, most people agree that yours is the best looking tattoo. There's a reason for that. We as artists don't understand what catches someone's eye that doesn't do art. But you know what, what catches your eye? Something that's hard for you to do, something you would like to create right, more. Right, right. But the general consumer, the general consumer doesn't know why it looks good to them, but they do. They yeah, think but, that could, it, but, but then, then you got line drawings, what, line no, tattoos. But what it comes down to. Patchwork. No, let me finish. What it comes down to is there's some transient things that you can't explain with words that are happening in a good tattoo that catches the random guy's eye. Yeah. Composition-wise, contrast and color choice, the way that it the way that it reads on on the skin. I mean, there's a lot of things that the average idiot is recognized and they just don't know how to put words to it because they don't do art. So I don't, I don't have a problem with a tattoo enthusiast slash collector being a judge. I don't. I think it's actually almost better. I like that. 
So you get a few guys up there that don't do tattoos that are judging. Here's my issue with this with this year's competition wasn't that four out of five were color tattoos on the final stage. That wasn't my issue. It's that the one black and gray piece that got picked was not the best black and gray piece. Yeah, there was some some heat up there. There was four or five black and gray pieces that blew the piece out of the water that was that was in the top five. And my problem is, okay, you all universally agreed that that one should be in the conversation. But if you're going to have four color tattoos on the stage and one black and gray piece, that black and gray piece better be the best black and gray piece out of the bunch. And it wasn't. That little right. calf piece was not the best. I'm sorry. I know that for a fact, though. It wasn't. I could name three or four that were better that I saw come off that stage. Yours being one of them. Yeah, but I don't even care. I'm not saying that to jog your fucking balls. No, I know that, but I I don't. This isn't about that at all for me. And I know that's not what your, your point was either. But because I saw shit that I thought oh, that's got me. That's got me. That, there were all, all the ones that were up there. I felt like they're all really good pieces. I just felt like it's not even that competent. That one best of show. It was. Some of the other ones. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Sometimes I think maybe people and I don't want anybody to be offended. That was chose to be. I think people pick their friends. I don't even know. I I don't. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I'm sure that not every judge is going to do it, but how everything's judged. Well, the system should be, or I—I I mean, I'm, I'm talking about that because, because that okay. is is fucking bonkers. So, look, I've never been a judge at a Bill and Arts show, but I've talked to guys who have judged there, and also I've talked to judge people that have judged at other shows, right? So that's like sh- political. Wait, let's talk about the Motor City show. That's an amazing tattoo convention. It's invite Detroit. only. Yeah, we yeah. we've done that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. You and I have done it together. We've mm-hmm. done it separate. It's a good show. Um. Filled with some of the world's best tattooers. Actually, shout out my man, uh, Dan Gutierrez, Dangzito yeah, Pueblo. Dang, my man, he, he did my front panel there last year. He did it in three days. So He's I got, a beast. So I, and I have no sympathy for people who can't sit because I, I sit 30 hours. I don't care. That's why I'm like, yeah. well, how are you okay. saying tattoo- that bullshit earlier? He tattooed my nipples and my belly button yeah. and my ribs. And I didn't, I just sat like a champ. Right. And it won best in show. Now, when I went up to get judged, went up with my piece and I, and the, the tattoo artist panel that was, ju- was judging were all amazing artists from different genres. You got a black and gray That's guy. What you got the fuck a, I'm saying. Okay, but all right, but let me just paint, paint the picture because those guys judge a different way than the villain arts judges judge. So each one of them as the piece comes up they get a slip with a number because you're entering your number tattoo. So nobody right. knows who the artist is. So you're number 30, they get a slip that says number 30. Right. And each of them I don't know what the categories are, whether it's composition or application or layout. There, there's different stuff on there. They give a number score one through ten. Right. They write this. They write it down on the slip as the piece comes past them, and they look at. They stop. They look, and then they write down their numbers. Each one of them then takes their little piece of paper and passes it down to the end to be tallied. And each piece gets tallied that same way. And then whoever has the highest number wins. Period. Period. Right. So. I think that's a more concrete way of judging something. These guys at the villain, sh- villain art show, they each make a note of the number of the entry w- that they liked a lot. And they, you know, they move them around out oh, of this piece at the top of this piece, but whatever they'll do that. 
Then at the very end, after everyone's come up, they compare notes. They'll say, oh, well, I had this. These That's three. the bullshit. And then if let's just say Joe Schmo, judge number one, has five pieces that are in his top five. And this other person has five different pieces, but one of them is also a crossover. Okay, now that's definitely in the conversation. All the other ones, if they're not in the other judges' top five, they don't. So so it's not a perfect system to judge. I don't flaw the judges for that. It's the system. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they all have to have this conversation and agree with each other about what wins. I don't agree with their system. No. It's not scientific. You know how mean you feel, you and I. Yeah. So I mean, uh, the I got some gripes with it, but in the end, it, there's there's a piece of it that's biased. You know, do you know the person that did the tattoo? Like, there's room for that, and I don't love it. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> it wasn't even that for me. Like, do you know? Well, listen, you slave away for want, three days on a tattoo. Yeah, I don't want anything because of of that, and I don't even. This isn't about that. Like for me. I don't think I should have won. I don't. I did. I. I don't even think I should have got top five, and I did it, and and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Everything I saw was was better than what I did. I think, but I just don't think the people. And see, this is where you you think the general public should judge. I I don't. I don't think they're qualified to judge the general public, not the people that were there. Some of the people that were up there. Throughout the day, not just any one thing. I don't think we're qualified at all. I don't think personally, and I love the person who I'm going to say, but I don't think a fucking apprentice should be a, a tattoo judge. That's fucking so, ridiculous. So, you know, what's funny is that they. That's more ridiculous than a fucking. That was a collector. Listen to me. That wasn't. Who's, uh, that wasn't the first person they asked. They asked three other people before they landed on that. They, they didn't have anyone willing to judge. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want that person to be upset with me. Like, I, I I don't care really. And that person specifically didn't want to do it. I'm sure. Like, that's what I'm saying. Though you you can't figure this out ahead of time. As the convention promoters, you mean? You have a whole fucking year till next one till next year. There's a lot of really good art. There was so many really good artists there. Personally, knowing the person that you're referencing, they're qualified to judge. I do think. How? I think that person. They've never done anything like that. To judge? They know what a good tattoo looks like and what it doesn't. Mm. I know them. Yeah. So does fucking Joe Blow. I'm just saying that they, they, they have. And they didn't judge best in show either. No, I, I'm not. It. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. about best in show. It's just, it's not even about that person doing it or any of the people You're that saying, were doing it. They're saying the person who asked. Management or whoever. Yeah. They, yeah, you know, they actually, had, they had asked Fran to do it. They asked Fran to judge. He said, I don't But know. why are they asking? Why don't they? Well, who are they going to ask? Um, any of the fucking 800 artists that they are did. there. They did. They asked Callie. Yeah, Callie's been, been around the block a little bit, but. Well. I do think there could be some more preparation, some more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mike is a, why, uh, Mike wasn't there the last He day. left. He had to go. Mike could be a fucking judge. Mike he, usually does judge, but I, fucking, I don't love when he judges because that's a conflict of interest for, like, he knows what I'm working on all, all week. Right, I right, can't right. put my shit in the fucking competition at that point. 
If he picks me, it looks bad because I work for him. If he doesn't pick me, you know, like, right, right, right. It's because my piece sucks. I I guess, yeah, I guess it's just not everybody's available to judge. Well, you could lock up. Imagine me sending fucking Tristan up there to judge tattoos. Yeah, he's great. He's a very, he's a very naturally. Well, how many hours does he have in his apprenticeship? Because the person you're talking about. Is is done the apprenticeship part? Just didn't fucking finish the log. Like it's a right, professional right. tattooer. It's just not not finished with the paperwork side. I'm, it's not like I'm a not fresh. getting into that anymore because yeah, I I like that person and there's nothing against that person or any of the actual people that judge. Yeah, I just think that uh, to be fucking slingshotted together like that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because some of the people didn't know till that day. No, it was or maybe like an hour. Be- that's what I'm saying. An hour before. The fuck is that? An hour before. All right, wait. There's more. I feel like this is gonna get us in trouble. Nah, this is fine because we don't have that many listeners. <laughs> 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 no, it's fine. And Nia is a listener, so. I love you. Just Nia. to be clear, it is not again. It's 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 a lack of the preparation. Is she said no, and she didn't want to do it. And I said, I believe in you. I think you got the eye, and I do. I still, I'm standing by that. I think out of everyone up there, you don't Kev, need. I no, it's but not of the other thing of the other people up there. I do believe she's more qualified than Johnny B to be saying what what should or shouldn't win. She knows what what's hard, what's not hard, what takes skill, what doesn't. I think she's way more qualified than Johnny B. And I love Johnny B. But, you know, he's like a fucking, he's like a moth. He sees something <laughs> bright and shiny and he goes floating over to it and doesn't That's really, crazy. he doesn't really know if it's good or not. He's just he's like, oh, zap. sometimes he'll come up. <laughs> yeah, I love Johnny, but he'll, he'll be seeing some shit and be like, oh my God, did you see that? And I'll go look at him. I'm like, That's not that good. You're it's just right. a couple fucking parlor tricks that caught your eye. You don't actually see what's like, what's hard. Nia knows what's hard. She knows what's what's takes Bro, skill this isn't to accomplish. About Nia. I, mean, I know it's not. I'm just kicking up for my girl. Number one, number two. I know you're not kicking down at her. And it's not fuck her fault. No. no, I know. I know what this not is more all. a shot at is the people who quarterback the like. Take it serious, man. If you're gonna have a competition, you're charging. If you're gonna people, charge me. You're to charging fucking people to enter. Charge it. someone to enter it. Take it serious. I agree with you. Because let me just say this. All right, you got yeah. fucking. Let's just say, there's. 20 people that entered the competition. Yeah. That's 200 bucks. Yeah. Just for one line. And I know some lines had less and some lines had a lot more. I'm not going to be critical. I don't want to just be crit like, but I'm going to be a little critical with you here. Not with you. What about the show? Yeah. Kev, this year when the health department came around, they're breaking my balls about needing to have sanitizer, which, okay, fine. But that's always provided by the promoters. Or, or you got to have a hand washing station. So when the health department tells me I have to have, I have now I have to go buy hand sanitizer from a purveyor that works there, and they're price gouging me twenty four dollars for a fucking eight ounce bottle of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Like, be, so you always get distilled water, one roll of paper towels, a sharps container, and a hand sanitizer, and a trash bag. I don't think we didn't even get all the shit this year. Like water, the There's the front hallway water. display usually is loaded up. With those big wooden paintings, all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. There was not this year felt lax a days like there wasn't a ton of effort or quality. I don't know what you want to call it. 
So somebody got lazy. With somebody things. wasn't on point or, or didn't give a fuck. They're too busy doing 1 million shows a year. How can you give attention to detail at all of them when you your know. trucks aren't even, you know what I mean? This is not a shot at Mike and Cindy. This is a shot, like, right. It's their partner and the show is still great and all that, but it's very stripped down, very watered down. It doesn't feel like when you do Detroit. They didn't even have Carl. Yeah, he's in Michigan. I meant to ask that. Where is fucking Red Carl? The guy on the mic this year felt like he was. That's his name, right? Carl. Yeah, Carl. Coral. Coral with the I red. I fuck with Coral. Red yeah. shoes, red shirt, red beard. The red fucking well, anthrax soul patch. Yeah. yeah. No, this year felt a little different. It did. And that's why I like started that conversation. How yeah, it was fucking. What the fuck's that dude's name? Captain. <laughs> uh, Captain and Maybell. You better check your camera. Is it still recording? Give it a little off and on. Shut off. Did you? Yeah, better. You don't have to get up. Can you do it from there? No, because it takes a picture, it doesn't. Oh, I'll do it. Hold on. Keep talking, Kev. Talk to the people. Tell them something. Do an advertisement for your new your new shop. So. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, we're back in action, right? Now we don't have to edit that part out. Now we can just keep rolling. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Come on. Was that some limp biscuit? That was limp dick. Yeah, limp dick. Um you want you want to tap? tap All right, wait. Let me tap Mac real quick. How good does it feel to not have to clean up the convention on Sunday? I'm just curious because I've never known that feeling. For me? Yeah. How's it feel when you're walking out and you guys can make jokes as I'm cleaning tables? I fucking love it. And I don't like busting balls too. Well, I do. You break beans. Yeah. I'll literally smash them. But um, it didn't feel good that it was you. Yeah. But you still made that joke. I did. Mm -hmm. But I will say this. and, And I'm so surprised you didn't do this. Pete paid someone. Or tattooed someone, so he didn't have to do it. That's a power move. You can only get that off one year. Why? Your first year. Think about it. If you're going to keep working for Mike and Cindy, you're not you getting that I, off two years yeah, in a row. I didn't make it. You're never getting that off. Like another. He Listen, he's surprised. He doesn't know Johnny B is going to go and tell. He's surprised. <laughs> came around the side with that. So he did one of those... Plan it out ahead. Wait till the very last yes. minute. When clean out, when cleanup came along, that's guerrilla warfare. He was like, "I've been busy all week. I tattooed AJ for free, so he I paid him to clean up for me." And then he dipped. You know what I don't understand though is what the fuck's it matter? It's just a body. Pete's no better at breaking in, down in pipe past, and drape. In the past, if I've ever gotten extra help, which I've I've always done every year, I always get a bunch of people to help. Um. It's not like it relieves me of my duty. It's like added added help. They've right, never right. looked at it like, and I don't mind, Kev. You know, we get a free booth. But um, I just, you know, look so forward to that day that I don't have to do that breakdown and clean up. Yeah. I want to leave Sunday at 5. I don't want to be there until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning doing yeah. that, you know. Well, other people got a free booth that didn't uh, have to do that. Yeah, they're choice people. They suck as bowls. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Whatever. I don't I don't know how I feel about Troy. <laughs> <laughs> he looked miserable up there, judging. I'll say that. 
Maybe he wasn't. Maybe I'm sure he's a, a nice guy. I don't love his events. No, I've talked to him like once, but he, he, I don't, don't want to just don't love him. his events. <laughs> but um, whatever. Yeah, cleaning up sucks. But I do want to say, wait, let's let's segue a little bit. I did something cool when Mike Hughes' mind was blown. What'd you do? So, so one time I was over France playing pool. One time? Well, I'm gonna tell you the whole story. I'm gonna start. Okay. Let me start back in time. Okay. okay. We were playing pool with Franz on his pool table. And uh, I, you know, sometimes I like to act like I know something's going to happen. Yeah. Just because if it does happen, I'm that, I'm that dude. You're that dude, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, why? I'm going to show you fucking guys something, right? And I take the pool stick and I do this crazy shot. And um, it goes in. Did you just stop your camera? <laughs> no. What'd you do? It disconnected, but it might still be running. Uh, let me look. Hold on. I'll get back to the pool story. Just stay right there. Keep talking. That, um... It's still recording. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's still recording, Kevin. Don't trip. So I hit this pool shot and it like ricocheted one ball off another and it hit two balls in at once in the pool and then the... The cue ball came back perfectly to this other spot for another ball. Yeah, and I was like, and I like really like played that like Rizzy as hell, just kind of <laughs> turned to the side, like you know, like I meant to do it. Yeah. Which low key, I kind of like wanted to do something like that. Sure, I just, but I just that, sent it. Like yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> sent it right. So the very next shot, I do something again, like and I do something again, and it and it knocks in like two more of my balls. Oh my! But I like. Fucked up my thumb on the bottom of the table. I had this big cut. But I was like, you know, I, I mean, and this is true, actually. I'm not going to act like this wasn't going on. But I, t- I was telling Mikey how, like, I visioned it first. Like, I saw it happening first and mm-hmm. then, like, believed it and just was real confident and did it. And, like, if right. you miss, so what? But if, you know, if you want it to happen, you just, you think of it that way, right? And his mind was blown. And actually, Pete was there, too. And Pete was like, dude, that actually was so crazy that you just did that, right? Like, he saw it, too. So afterwards, I was like, I had that conversation with Mike. So last night we're cleaning up the convention and um, there's like, you know, when all the posts are gone, there's like trash everywhere. And yeah. So there's like boxes, just small cardboard boxes that people use for trash yeah, yeah. can. They're like far away a little bit. And I like Mikey's walking behind me. I see like a three quarters of the way full distilled water jug. So I just reached down, grab the jug and without hesitation, just threw it straight up into the air. And Mikey's like, oh. and Mikey's like, he's like, whoa, 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 that's going to explode everywhere as it's in the air, and then it comes down, lands right in this box, and I turn to him like, no, it's not, <laughs> like all Rizzy and shit, right? Like mad confident, and then like two dudes in the back, like we're like, oh my god, nice shot, like that's wild, yeah. And but I, if it didn't make it, but I did like a like a no look, just like whipped it in the air, yeah. and then like looked away, and then I looked back as it landed in the can. And I and then I turned to Mikey like I meant to do that, right? So he's like, "What the heck?" He's like, "Did you know it was gonna go in there?" I was like, <laughs> "I fucking love." Mikey. <laughs> so I look him square in his eyes, Kevin. I'm like, "It wouldn't have went in there if I didn't know it was gonna go in there." <clears throat> I was like, "I I the, I said I was like Mike, I saw it first, then I did it. <laughs> I envisioned it first, <laughs> then I went back. I brought him back mentally t- too. I was like, you remember the pool table?" You just you now he believes, and then I was so now like, you have you have like compounded fucking yeah, belief. I got credibility with him, right? <laughs> so then the other thing is, I was like, you know, Tiger Woods sees his shots before they go in the hole every time. You know that, right? 
Like I went into it with him again. Yeah, just, right? and just building and reinforcing it. Reinforcing the, you know, the visualization technique. But mm -hmm. it, it is true. I'm not trying to devalue it, but it's just so funny how it blows his mind. Like... I love him for that. Yeah. Kind of shit. The more I sell it, because now that he's so entrenched in the belief, I could look at him and be like, Mike, keep it up and I'll make your tires go flat. And, <laughs> and he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, shit. Like, like all right. Like, you're mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now that I got him, like, <laughs> fully entrenched in the belief. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. That's fucking great. Isn't that fun? Um, Oh, uh, so do you, are you cool to segue to the next one? Yeah. Did you have more? Mm -mm. You just About. love not cleaning up. What was your least favorite? When you used to have to clean, what was your least favorite thing? Touching the fucking the cloth. You didn't wear gloves? I did. Oh, okay. but my least, I mean, I don't know. Max pizza was my least favorite part about it. Yeah, they get Max because it's close. Yeah, I, I, I'm a Sam's guy. I'm a Sam's way. guy too. And uh, no, but you remember the tasks. I mean, before dude, I you, remember wait, all before of you it. actually tattooed, you've on. <clears throat> I've wow. done it like yeah. two or three years. Right. So you remember the the system, right? It sucks. And then you got the choice guys, fucking dogging it, dogging it, dogging. fucking. And half of them are missing. Yeah, they all stink. They, they don't shower. Well, they just go from show to show and just... I think they fuck each other in the ass. They definitely fuck each other. Yeah. They got like a... Car, like they're like carnies. They're like little incest babies running around and shit. It's like a human centipede of, of ass fucking. Of ass fucking. It's like an assembly line. An ass assembly line. <laughs> 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 they fuck each other. They definitely do. That's they all, but they all got. I like, remember I pulled up the van, the 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 gate on the box truck the one time. Yeah, and they were they in were there. all in there fucking. They just live in there. They live in the back of the truck the whole time. The convention's going on. They're in the back of the truck sweating, just fucking. eating fucking crustables. <laughs> just sweating, eating crustables, drinking fucking their own uncrustables, piss. uncrustables. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Crazy. That's fucking horrible. No, they always look so sweaty. All the guys that work for him are like crusty and sweaty. One thing I'm not into. They look like South Street. If I feel South like Street was half people, of them just wear nothing but overalls. That's all they got on. Just overalls. That's all they own. They're like bridge people. Overalls and like blown out lugs. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole like when you do a tattoo convention, right? There's there's this whole group of people and they may. It's a group. It's a group. They might even be the majority, but there's like this group of people that. It's like a stereotypical tattoo people group, and I hate them. Oh, I don't. Right? Know, like, yeah. they were like the nerds in school, and now they're like the majority, so they think they're the cool kids, but they're still not the cool kids. But they're like, you know, they all got like crazy fucking army boots on, and they stink, and they all, they're not good Doc tattooers. Martins but they just, and yeah, they just think they're the best. And it's. I saw a couple people. I don't have a problem with Doc Martin specifically, but it's the way these people are. It's like this stereotype. I, 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 I saw, I was walking into the convention on maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, but I think it was Saturday. And I see a guy that looked like Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, uh, we were calling him saw, Machine Gun Kelly saw. all weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. He looks Him just and like his you. girl. Yep. She looked like Machine Gun Kelly too. Yeah. They both look just like Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Crazy. So... As I'm walking in, I see him and he's got like the chokers on yeah, and stereotype crazy, like piercing, like mm -hmm. not crazy, but like a lot of them. And his hair was like in this perfect machine gun Kelly type way. He, yeah. And his whole outfit down to his, his was, shoes and everything. Mm -hmm. And I sat there as I walked by and I said, 
How fucking long did it take? It's a costume at that point. Yeah. It ain't even an out like a, right. a fit. It's it's a costume. Mm-hmm. Or like I know you don't wake up like that. Right. It takes work to you be. You can't. No, a lot of them are wearing costumes. That's what it feels like. Cosplay, like tattoo culture cosplay or something. It can't be genuine. They don't walk around every day like that. That's what I'm wondering. Like, yeah. what, so what the fuck? Like fucking like Mohawk guy. Now he's a great tattooer, but yeah. his Mohawk's retarded. Like it's, it's ridiculous. I, like, I know you're supposed <laughs> to say that, but I'm saying it. Like he looks stupid. Don't wear that. I don't know. Braid it. This is one big cornrow on the fucking. Just thing. wear a hat, bro. Just put your fucking put your just hat cut on. it. Just yeah. snip it. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like you know people can't be who they want to be, but be be make better choices. Be who you want to be, but want to be somebody better than that. <laughs> you be know? what I want you to be. Be what no, because honestly, they should have put me as a judge because I love judging. I'll judge everyone, Kev. I would have judged. There was some real fat I and sloppy because I was working. But no, I'm not judging the art. I'm judging the people. Oh, you wanna, fight, yeah, like you I'll have a like, competition. I'll like, pick yeah, <laughs> like tattoo people, best of show. How about the normal people that wear normal shit? Like I'll I'll just be normal. That's good. Oh, I don't think you wear normal shit. You're not wearing Levi's in a fucking Is Levi's normal though? I don't know. I think more of the cringers wear Levi's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying like you're not you, you wear like designer shit. Is that bad? I, no. I don't know. No, I don't I think mean, it is. Whatever. But I don't think everybody's rolling around with a $300 hat. Okay. You got a Gucci hat on right now. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm not bitching about it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitching that their clothes aren't expensive, Kev. I'm bitching that they make you feel like you're not part of. <laughs> they're trying to reverse right, their high not, school experience on the regular people. We're not like, tattoo cultured. Yeah, yeah. My ears aren't gauged, so. You know what? Speaking of this, there's a guy, and I don't like him much. Um, okay, let's hear his name. From. I don't want to say his name because that's how much I don't like him. All right, off the record. <laughs> okay, off the record. We'll get it later. Yeah. Okay. Um, he like prides himself on not showering, um, wearing overalls, and not washing them, um, and making a tattoo painful. Oh, is he fat? Yeah, and I tall. know he is. Yeah, he's disgusting. And why should it? Be? It's not a rite of passage if it's painful. Make it heal good. If it doesn't hurt, even better. Yeah, but uh, that's kind of like that thing you were talking about. It's like, probably healing like shit. It's an old school mentality. But you're not even old school. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. If Mike was that way, who the fuck's going to tell him what to do? If, if someone with 20 years experience is doing that, who the fuck's going to tell him what to do? But... To want to be like that, to decide yeah. to, to, to be like that. Well, there is some weird mentalities in the tattoo industry. I remember at the, I went, I went with Pete and Fran and Johnny B to the Atlantic city convention, which it's a little shitty convention. Actually f- like fuck that show. I'll never work it. It was kind of a shitty little show, mm-hmm. but, um, we went cause it's in a casino. We were like, throw, throw some money in the machines while we're there or whatever. We go in and we say hi to some people that we know. One of them is not an old school tattooer. He's been tattooing long enough though, at least a decade. He's fast. He does good traditional work, right? He's a good artist, but he like prides himself on 
I don't have, you don't have to make an appointment with me. You can just walk right in and, and I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm quick and efficient. I'll draw right on. I'll do a good job. Nothing wrong with any of that. The style of tattooing that he does lends itself well. But then he started talking to me and wanted to talk almost like down his nose at me because I'm a black and gray and I do hourly. And I was like, oh, I got a double tomorrow. He asked like what we were doing after. I'm like, I got a double tomorrow. He's like, oh, two tattoos tomorrow. Was that like the most you ever done? And I'm like, oh, they take like eight hours each. So like, yeah. what are you trying to say? I'm still working 16 hour days. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. He's like, what's a double? I'm like, two appointments. What do you mean? There's nothing wrong with me saying that. Like, and it's like, I could, I could fucking do what you do. I could right. do that. I might not draw them from scratch, but if you give me a flash sheet, like all of you, all of you do, like, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> I had to click. I could do what they do. Like a lot of the traditional guys just copy fucking somebody else's flash. They change a few things and make it their own. Right. Now, Pete doesn't do that. Pete makes his own shit, which Pete's is awesome. great. Yeah. He's but, not here today. Right. Which is gay. That's crazy that he's not here. Yeah. But this dude, and I like this dude. I'm not going to say his name because you probably know who he is. But like. The, do I? I just heard a camera kick off. Yeah, you know. It was that one. The three-way camera kicked off. Oh. Uh, but um, yeah, you know who he is. Yeah. Anyway, like when he's saying that. and. I know he doesn't drink, but he was like putting this like fake show on like he was drunk or something for the convention. Like he was like, he was almost acting like he was drunk. It was ridiculous. I'm like, what does that get you people? Like, cause then he's like grabbing random people out of the aisle. Like, come on, get tattooed. Like whatever you got to do, bro. I don't care. But it was just weird to me to get talked to. Like I'm not a professional. <laughs> like I'm not about my shit. Like I'm not doing quality Wait, How work. long ago was this? The Atlantic City show. It was like eight months ago or whatever. It was November, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it not. felt like disrespect because I don't blast a thousand pieces of flash out every day and I just spend a whole day doing one tattoo. Yeah. Like I don't post it, but I do. I, around, I guess you know? it's just like more than one way to fucking skin mm. a cat kind mm. of thing. But no, it's a culture thing. It's an old school thing. Yeah. Like these, like, guess what? The industry is different now. Right. There's a there's a fine line. But then I asked myself this, like that's fine to be that way. Obviously, everybody can pick and choose what they want. But are you making sixteen hundred dollars and you're you know doing Maybe they might be. No. It doesn't matter, right? But but it, well well but, that's but you it, should be and I would never say maximize that maximize your profit. But I would never I would it's never say that. But if you want to like come at me with bullshit then you hit them with you know you can fight fire with fire i guess or something i don't give people that like we're not gonna have the time of day for you <laughs> like okay don't worry about it then like don't even give me a look like let's not even talk about it like okay write me off as yeah but that's someone that's more like i'm not more concerned with tiktok or <laughs> fucking uh, my Instagram that I am with given a quality product, right. but it felt like he wanted to lump me in with those, with that generation. And mm. I was like, this ain't the same thing, bro. Yeah. We're not doing the same shit. And I was trained by an old school guy. Right. I was, I was taught coils. I know how to tune, how to tune coil machines. I know how to replace springs and front springs. And I know how to deal with that shit. Right. I worked with needle bar. I never soldered my own needles, but like, <laughs> 
You didn't make a jig? I didn't make a jig, no, but I I I came up from from scratch from from a guy who did all that, you know, and like right. if, you know, he machines his he like machines his own parts. Like Mike Mike knows all that shit. And guess what? He uses a fucking rotary now. Right. So right. if the if why would you use a hand saw when a circular saw exists? Like, why wouldn't you want to upgrade what experience you can give to your client? Right. And that goes for marketing too. You're going to get mad at people because they're using TikTok to further themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. I do think there's like a line that should be drawn. Like you heard about that, um, like tattoo gate thing where the girl was like charging people for consultations and then charging people for the hours she spent doing the art and then charging people like crazy numbers for their tattoo. Did you hear about that? I, th- I heard one about, uh, Russ Abbott. He, so he wasn't, I don't know. So they're connected, they're connected, but he wasn't the re he was doing a course about maximizing your profitability. If you're in demand, you should be getting paid more. Right. Right. And there's, there's right ways and wrong ways to go about that. What he was saying was misconstrued. And then somebody took it and ran with it in Canada. But I saw even what you're talking about. I didn't see that, but what, what I saw from what he was that whole thing. Yeah. I still say if you're willing to pay it, at the end of the day, art is worth what Nobody's someone's willing to pay breaking for, someone's right? arm to, to give him what he's asking. Right. So art if, is worth if what you people think are it's a, to spend. If you think you got to be an idiot to do it, whatever, then the yeah. people are idiots. If you think that it's over, then you don't have to. But why right. are you going to hate on somebody for right. getting getting their money? Yeah. And I, I don't have a problem. Just like with the $100,000 anesthesia back pieces. Listen, if you got it and you want to spend it, yeah, I'm going to get mad at this guy because he's will he's able right. to make that. Right. I don't give a fuck. So the guy that did my hand, this other hand, not thought you did one hand, somebody else did the other. Yeah. All right. He has curated himself in such a way where he's in demand with NBA stars. He's traveling around doing all these professional athletes. His work's amazing. He's really good. There's other guys that are on my list just as good, just as amazing. Better. Have, you, could, you could say better or different, you know, right. more unique, whatever. They're not charging when he's charging. They're not making when he's making. He's a, oh, yeah, he's a brilliant like, he's a brilliant mind for advertising and marketing. There's a guy up our way that that is is he's tight with like professional athletes. And and he gets a lot of hate. And I'm like, let him, bro. Let him get his work. What, in, what the fuck is yeah. he doing wrong? Now he's not like I know you're talking about. So cocky. Nah, he's cool. Old sombrero hat guy. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not overly cocky. He's not. He's quiet, actually. He's not. Dude, even, I know. He I does like tattoos him. and he builds his brand. Like, yeah. I don't see anything. I don't see anything wrong with that. No problems with him. I heard a saying that um, I forget who the fuck said it. It was I think it was on Joe Rogan. Oh, I think it was David Goggins. Said you ain't you, you'll never find someone you'll never find a hater doing better than you. Isn't that funny? That is a good saying. Yeah. I like and, that. and I and I I look at that so like if someone's hating, they're just I find they're kinda wishing you know. They're wishing they could be as good as they want to. Not as jealous. good, but just in your position. They're or, jealous, yeah. They're jealous of something you're doing. Right. If someone's hating. And it's funny because I don't ever find myself what is that on my yours? Yeah, check it real quick. Kev, these you need to just buy the new camera. <laughs> these interruptions. 
They're blown. Just my shit. look at it. All right, keep talking then. Entertain the folks while I look. So, yeah, do I got to pretend like you're still there? Yeah. <laughs> so I just I don't know I I don't understand why. Still going. Okay. Stop it, I don't know. Good. It's going. Talk. All right. It's crazy. I'm not editing any of that out, Kev. Yes, you are. No. Yes, All you the are. breaks for your camera are staying in, so you feel like Fuck you got that, a shitty bro. camera. Your shit almost overheated. That you dropped my shit on his fucking. No, 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 no. Let's talk. Let's go through that. So my old camera, the one at the three, that the far back, the the shot of both of us is my old camera. Yeah. That one overheats and stops around 40 minutes every episode. So people will notice the end of the episode is always my camera, your camera, not the third camera. My new camera never overheats. It's solid. Your camera fell because your tripod, your tripod leg was boof. It gave out. It gave out. Gave yeah. away. Gave away. What's, What's another uh, bullet point? Oh, you want another bullet point? Yeah. This is the last one. Okay. Have you gotten any feedback from the listener? Yeah. I have too. I, uh, I'm thinking we're starting to get like a core little, like a, yeah. the people that look forward to it. And we love them. Pat loves it. Pat listens. My the brother. Pierce, my, he, he was pissed that it wasn't out yet. My brother today. Tom. He's like, yo, every Monday morning, where are you guys at? What the fuck? He's like, it's supposed to come out Saturday, Sunday. And I listen Monday morning. Yeah. 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 He was so upset. there's him, uh, a couple other people. Poop. The poop guy. Judge Nia. Wait. Christian sent me your boy, the poop guy. Yeah. He sent me a video. Of poop? No. What? He was freestyling. <laughs> he sent me a freestyle on video. <laughs> on Instagram? Yeah. So I get a message from him and I don't know what it is. It just says the play button. Yeah. So I click it and he's in a, like a cutlass or a cut, cut off shirt. Yeah. Sleeveless. And he said something, his, his bars went something like wearing a sleeveless shirt, like B-Cast, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what else he said. And then he goes, not like Kevbo, because he's a lesbo. <laughs> and then he was saying some other shit. And it was, it was entertaining. I rewatched That's it. That's Christian, the, uh, the, the lit god. god. Well, the, the henny god. The henny god, yeah. Now, you call him that because you tattooed henny on him? A bottle? He loves Hennessy. I did tattoo yeah, a bottle. I remember. I tattooed... Um, Old Dirty Bastard on them, too. Did you? And a Wu-Tang, the Purple Tape, I think it was. Yeah. I, I do some, feel like... Something like that. Maybe someone else did that, and I did something near it. Or, or I think he got an autograph from one of the guys. Yeah, and, he, and, and I you tattooed, tattooed that. That's cool. I feel like this episode is just inherently going to be the tattoo episode because yeah, we talked convention, we're talking tattoos. Yeah. It's just what it's going to be. Well, we're tattoo artists. I mean... Yeah, but like this episode is specifically very tattoo, tattoo heavy. heavy. Yeah. It's like a heavy tattoo. It's like a heavy handed tattoo. Who's the heaviest hand you ever been tattooed by? Who hurt the most? Be honest. Be for real. Who gave you the most painful tattoo you got? Yo. I don't have the heaviest hand. I don't think you have the heaviest hand. It was just in one of the most painful spots. All right. Let's talk about hand weight. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It was this the one, Kev, I know the tattoo you're talking about, the one I did on your dick. <laughs> right? Yeah. The one I did? Yeah. Okay, not right. that one. <laughs> right next to my... Uh, on the frenum. 
right next to my frenum. You foe in them. Yeah. You're frenning them. The exotic. Nah. Uh, so what, your inner bicep was your most painful? That was for me. I th- both of them. I didn't do both. I of them. know, but yeah. both of those were probably my least comfortable okay. tattoos. How about the heaviest hand you've ever had? I don't know. Pete hit me with that fucking Cuban on my leg. That was those outlines, but I don't know. I got hit. Craig did the Cuban on my entire ribs and my armpit and and my foot. I don't like my legs though. Right. Well, where's the most painful spot you have? I don't know. People think my throat. It wasn't. No, no. uh -uh. Throats don't hurt. Throat, neck. No, no. Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't think any of them have been overly fucking. You know what I mean? I think they all suck. What's the longest section? And I think as soon as they're done with the last wipe, the last needle, like they lift the needle off for the last time, they don't hurt anymore. What's the longest session you did? I did three days in a row on my leg. How many hours? 22 hours. So it was like seven hours a day, something like that. Yeah, it was like eight, six, and 10 or something, whatever the fuck it was. That's long enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty long. Yeah. My longest longest was 12, which ain't too far off of that. Was it on your back? I did 12 on the ribs, 12 on my leg. What about when Jake did your back? 10 hours a day. I think one day was like nine. This is like 29 hours or something. Yeah. And my front was pretty similar. Yeah, they're uh, they're both. All all your tattoos are fucking. I don't think you have one bullshit tattoo. Um, No. Yeah, every, every one I got was from somebody of note. Yeah. How's your hand? It's great, actually. I've gotten a lot of compliments on that. Everybody loves a gradient cap. You got to really get in there again, though. Yeah, of course you do. But, you know, I I don't like the fingers. They're my least favorite. They hurt the most to me. I guess now I'm thinking about it. My hand is probably. My hand didn't bother me. The, the edges? Fingers no, the edges me. around it. Oh, my goodness. But the then again, th- it's like so small that I can't say it like was the worst. Yo, Fran zapped me pretty good, actually. I let him do the top of my other foot. And, Did he? Uh, he got me. I was fine. I sat through it. But afterwards, I was like, motherfucker, I really got in there. <laughs> he was getting, he was, yeah, that was yeah, payback. Really getting in there, bud. Yeah. Have you ever tattooed him? Yeah, a couple times. He did stuff on his calf. Yeah. He's got, he's got trunks too. Yeah. What's up with Fran's trunks? Can we talk about it? He's got They're some fucking hefty. What's going on there? It's like a stack of fucking basketball it's like he's carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders he's <laughs> got quads the size of my torso <laughs> it's crazy yeah oh my goodness i don't know man i think um i think i don't i'm out of bullet points is there any more oh i do want to say one more thing about the show <laughs> um but i forgot what it was i had something good to say it was in it was in my head earlier, and I was like, "Oh, we have to come back to that." Running through my head, running through my head. I don't remember now. <clears throat> um, Pete was grinding. He stayed busy every time I went over there. He was fucking grinding. So busy this weekend. Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, he did what you're supposed to do, man. 
Made some bread. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got a style that lends itself really well to like just to banging them out. Yeah, yeah, like he's got line drawings out, flash out. And they're all like his shit, most of them. Mm. So it's he's familiar with it. Yeah. He already thought about how he's gonna shade it. He didn't bring his tablet. He had it was flash only for the whole weekend. So you just pick something off the thing. That's smart. Yeah. It's tablet and ink. Mm-hmm. Or or flash and ink. That's it. He's nasty. Yeah. Which is cool. And then, you know, Craig worked the booth with us. Craig's insanely talented. He just m- takes a few markers, whips up some shit, and then puts something so sick on people. Yeah. I mean, so clean, quick He's and efficient. He's looking to come down here, ain't he? I think full time, yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. We got a good convention, though. But um, I'm sweating my tits off, Kev, mm-hmm. and we're at the hour mark. All right. Yeah, Close we can it wrap out. it up. Close it out. That's the tattoo episode, the convention episode.